Hey, God bless you. This is Pastor Danny. Welcome, welcome today to our teaching. Um, today, I'm going to be talking about forgiveness. You know, I know this is a topic that we can keep talking about it until the day Jesus Christ comes and establishes his kingdom here upon the earth, and we will never be able to stop talking about forgiveness. Why? Because it's such a powerful, powerful act of service, act of love. You know, forgiveness is all about the freedom of letting go. The freedom of letting go of your pain, of your hurt, letting go of things that you've been through in life that people have done to you. And so today we want to talk about that. So let me give a couple of Bible verses that I believe that we can open up with as we dive into the avenue of forgiveness, the freedom to let go. You know, the Bible says in Psalms 27, verse 12, 14, false witnesses rise up against me breathing out violence. I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Isn't it wonderful that when you are going through a process in your life where people are breaking you, they're trying to hurt you, even false witness comes against you. The Bible says this. I, I believe this is David speaking that he is still confident of this, that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Then he says, Wait for the Lord. And the word Lord here is powerful because it, it, it's actually the name of God, which is Yahweh, which is the one who is self-existing, the giver of life, and therefore the one who gives life, who can take life away. So he's telling you, I'm going to wait on the one who knows all about life because he is life. He is self-existing. And it says, I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait. For the Lord, be strong. Come on, somebody. Tell the person next to you, be strong. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Now, why all this waiting? Because we know that when we learn to trust God, God will begin to deal with the unforgiveness in our hearts in a way that it brings about freedom. You know, Luke 17, 3, 4 begins to tell us um, how, do we, how do we do this? You know, how do we learn to forgive one another? And it gives you some steps here that are so powerful, and I want to share that with you. It says, if your brother sins, by the way, it's Luke 17, verse 3 and 4. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. If he sins against you seven times in a day, and seven times comes back to you and says, I repent, forgive him. It is the power of forgiveness. This verse lets us know that there's a process to this. So I want to teach us what is forgiveness, right? Romans 13, 8 lets us know, powerful verse. It, it, this verse is going to blow your mind because it's going to teach you something about forgiveness and how God sees things from God's perspective that is a reflection of God's character versus how we deal with betrayal, how we deal with false witness, how, they, how, how we deal with the people that break us and hurt us. Romans 13, 8 says, let no debt remain outstanding. There's something about people owing you something or you owing something to people that God doesn't like. Except this, look at this, except the continuing debt to love one another. So what is God's command to us that we learn to love one another? And I know that can be very difficult, specifically when people that you love friends, brothers, sisters, family members that you know you love them from the bottom of your heart. You've made sacrifices. You've done things for them that maybe you should have not done, and, but you've done it because in your heart you wanted to see the best in them. You wanted to bless them. You wanted to push them forward, and then they end up breaking you, hurting you, 
disappointing you. But I want to teach. I, this is why it's so, for, for, so important for us to learn to forgive because people are not perfect. And guess what? Neither are we. We are not perfect. And so what is forgiveness? So forgiveness in the most simplest terms means dismissing a debt. Who owes you something today? Who broke you and now you feel they owe you something because the expectations were broken. The assumptions that you thought did not happen. And now you're left alone, abandoned, and hurt. Well, forgiveness begins with dismissing a debt. You know, we owe a lot to God. In fact, the Bible says, for all have sinned and fall short of God's glory. We all fall short of the glory of God. And yet the Bible says that Jesus Christ was sent upon this earth to pay the penalty and the price for us so that our sins will be forgiven and therefore we are no longer under a debt with God because every time the Father sees us, he sees us through the lens of Jesus Christ who came upon this earth and shed his blood. That was the ransom. The ransom was a life for a life. He shed his blood for us. And now we have, we have freedom we are no longer in debt to sin anymore. So forgiveness means then dismissing a debt. Amen? In fact, this, this word dismissing a debt or, or, or forgiveness or dismissing means to release them from something that they do owe you. So, so forgiveness is as simple as saying, you're no longer in debt to me anymore. Forgiveness is also dismissing your demand. That others owe you something, especially, listen to this, when they fail to meet your expectations or they fail to keep a promise or they fail to treat you justly. I don't know about you, but this is not easy to do, right? <laughs> I can tell you that there's been um, people in my life that to this day, I love them dearly. They're no longer connected to my life anymore, but they've broken me. They've hurt me. And yet the Bible teaches us that we need to release them out of that debt, right? And it's so hard, but I want you to know it's so rewarding when you release people from something that they owe you. When you decide to say, I no longer hold you in debt of the pain and the hurt and the abandonment. In fact, I know you spoke about me. I know you said things about me that were not true. I still release you. You owe me nothing. Isn't that a wonderful thing? Amen? Forgiveness is also canceling or setting someone free from the consequences of falling short of God's standard. And I don't know about you, we tend to fall short of God's standards. Come on, let's be honest. You know that what I'm talking about is true. We've all felt God. And this is why it's important for us to learn, to understand what forgiveness is. And I'm going to end with this, with a question. Is it possible to sin beyond God's ability to forgive? Well, we know the answer to that. Listen, God's forgiveness goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Absolutely not. God's love is forever. God's promises to purify us from all unrighteousness speaks about every sin we've ever committed. Amen? But see, the key here is that we have to confess. And the word confess means to literally to agree with God. I confess myself. I agree with the way God sees sin. I know how he sees it. And therefore, I agree with him. Therefore, by confessing, 
I'm able to receive the forgiveness of God. Well, God bless you. Love you. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to talk about forgiveness. I love you much. Let me leave you with this, with this uh, Bible verse, Psalms 32, 5. says, I acknowledge my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin. I know you still probably have a lot of questions, but we're just touching a little bit, just a little bit of what we're learning today as we continue to move forward learning about forgiveness. God bless you, love you, and I'll see you tomorrow. Be blessed.